and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. Three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons in between. You're guaranteed completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, and just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you enjoy this episode, you can click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, girls. Hello. We are virtual. What we've noticed is that when we go virtual, um, when we record, someone's voice gets, well, it's only like one voice at a time, or at least one person gets kicked out. So we have to be so conscious when we're talking together on on um, virtual recording, don't we? Yeah. Do you know what? It's a bit of a nightmare, really, isn't it? But when we're we're all so busy it's just so difficult to try and get in person all the time I know that's exactly it and we love a chat as everyone I'm sure has guessed already so we are those people that will chat and just like not talk over each other but be throwing things into the conversation from every which direction so it's actually really hard to just sit and like let someone finish their entire sentence before speaking is that really bad I think it might be no, no, it is what it is. Well, just as a um just as a little oh a sad story. So podcast listeners might remember last week we was like, we're about to have the best week of our weekend of our lives. We're gonna get together, blah 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 blah. We're going to watch S Club, we're gonna party. Well, for the sake of the podcast listeners, <laughs> we, we got on the train together. Our friend Georgia got on a plane from Spain all the way over to Liverpool as we stepped off the train. Liverpool Station, is it? I got a text message come through and it said, S Club 7 at the MS Bank Arena, rescheduled for the 30th of November, uh, 30th of October. And I looked at it, I looked at the girls and I was like, no. And I was like, girls, I've just got this weird message. Do you think they've cancelled? Stevie was like, don't click the link. It's a spam. It's a spam. <laughs> And I was like, got to be so careful these days. But I was like, Steve, there's no link. <laughs> then we checked, and we literally, within seconds of getting off the train, found out that S Club had had to cancel and reschedule. We were gutted, weren't we? Yeah. So excited. The worst thing is they've rescheduled it for a Tuesday, which none of us can make. So there is no chance that we are going to see S Club in Liverpool. Oh, so sad. But, but we had our own S Club night, didn't we, girls? Girls, did we just? I have to say, considering obviously we had our entire plan of S Club, we had the best weekend in Liverpool that you could have had. The first night, especially, wild. It was <laughs> absolutely wild. wild. All of the bars must be talking to each other because Reach for the Stars, the oh. first time we heard it, we was like, oh, girls. This is amazing. And then the third time and then the fourth time and then the 18th time we was like, girls, can they pick another fucking song, please? <laughs> we were sick. We were sick of that S Club song by the end of it, but it was a lot. They must be talking to each other on Walkie Talkie down the strip. Literally that. Your turn now, guys. No, now your turn. They're going, those four from London or London and Spain, they're on their way into the next one. So whack on reach when they come in because they're really gutted they missed S Club. I think that's what the, the chat was, girls. It's so true. Liverpool's such a musical place as well. Like, I'm not sure what I was... I've never been to Liverpool and I'm not sure what I was expecting. Uh, 
but I was not expecting. It was like Magaluf slash Benidorm slash Party Central down that like strip that we went down. It was it was pretty wild. Do you know what? You've summed it up perfectly because it was a strip. It was like walking down a strip on holiday. It was madness because you just don't really get that in London, do you? Because it's obviously a lot bigger. You have to sort of go a bit further afield to find the the bars. They don't tend to be next door to each other. But Liverpool, they're all next door to each other. It's very easy. Roll out of one and into another. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's like all of Liverpool is like Soho. You know how everything's next to each other. That's what it was like. Uh, There was definitely some late night Soho (laughs) states that we saw as well. (laughs) But you know what? All part of the experience. I think we probably were some of them states also. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially when we was walking around trying to find food at the end of the night. Oh, God. Waiting for a deliverer at four o'clock in the morning. What a tale. (laughs) Girls, I I tried a particular dress on. I think you will know the dress I am talking about. Girls, barely fucking fits. Could barely no. fucking zip up. I literally, I did it this morning. I put it on and I was like, I I can just about get the zip up. Yeah. And I'm bursting out of it at all angles. So uh, I, I might actually have to eat a vegetable or two over the next few weeks. <laughs> Let me tell you, I went shopping today. This morning I went up, got up and went shopping and I literally just bought vegetable on vegetable on vegetable. I bought any vegetable that I could get my hand on. My fridge is currently packed full of it. I'm I've pretty much just eaten with my, I just made some chicken and rice, but I've done half a pack of broccoli with it because I was like, yeah, I need this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, girls, I'll Grim. come back and felt so guilty. I booked a PT session. I've signed up for a block of eight. I've got protein goals that I need to hit. Like, oh. I don't even know who I am. Oh, my God, Stevie. <laughs> I thought me Stevie. doing a shop was enough. You've gone and signed yourself up. You've signed your life away for autumn. You say signed my life away. My PT has now got me tracking my food on my oh fitness no. pal so she can see whether I'm hitting my goals. Oh, and I was no. Like, yes. This is a great idea. And today I'm like crying into my pillow because I'm like, Jesus Christ, I've had like nowhere near what I should have. I haven't done any steps. I'm like, oh, God. But at least I'll be held accountable for all my terrible decisions now. I like that. Yeah. I've not been to the gym for well over a month. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I do care. No. I feel gross. I feel gross right now. You know, like it's just it's exercise, isn't it? But my job's quite physical. Like all, all of my jobs are quite yeah. physical. So I I excuse the fact that I've had no purposeful exercise because I'm like, ah, life's busy. I'm busy. I'm on my feet all the time. But genuinely, I, I am looking forward to getting back into the gym. So you've inspired me, Stevie. I'm gonna I, I ain't got money for a PT, but I'll watch a few videos and motivate myself again. Jade, I've got to do something. This is like desperation city over here. I'm like, please, someone do it for me or at least make me do it. But yeah, you're on your feet all day. Sometimes I don't get up from behind the desk. Like I'm Same. like doing so well if I've hit 2,000 steps, which I know is horrendous. So yeah. Girls, my steps are hilarious. You could look at my steps and pick out every day that Tom has off. Because it'll go from like 2,000 steps and then it'll be like 15,000 because the boy just makes me walk all the time. It's like now I'm thinking, 
I'm so glad that he only has a couple of days off a month. Otherwise, I'd be exhausted. <laughs> He's like, morning now. We're going on a hike today. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You excited for your marathon today? Fuck off. I I do. I love a walk. I um I I went to my chiropractor and got got a right good click in. And then I spoke to an osteopath the other day and I was like, oh, you know, I get really sore hips. And she was like, I think it's your glutes by the time you're telling me about all the walking you've done here, there, and everywhere. She's like, I think your glutes hurt, Jade, not your hips. Oh Jade, I think everything hurts for you. Everything hurts. If you're going to give me a good massage right in the top of my bum, it, yeah, it hurts. Go for it. I I love that. Do you girls love that? Have you ever had a massage? You know, right in the right in the oh, when they get their elbows right in the top of your bum and your glutes and sides of your hips. Oh, I mean, Jade, I've had some questionable massages over my time, and like the last one I had in Singapore scarred me. I'm not going to lie, oh. it really hurt, and I was like, oh. It's a bit too much pressure and she was like yes and that was it and just carried on <laughs> and then she put her fingers in my ears and oh. like pulled my neck like oh. my head up oh. it was the most bizarre experience of my life I felt violated and I came out not knowing what my name was oh my god in your oh ears god. She put in my ears that is fucking invasive oh yeah at one point she was on the bed sitting behind so I was sat up on the bed she and had my I was sitting up on the bed with my legs crossed she was behind me she put one of her legs forward over my knee and then got me to put my hands behind my head and just clicked me whilst pushing my knee the other way I was like oh my god if I come out in one piece it's gonna be a miracle girls click like this is a genuine question do you girls like does your bones click because Jade. I am now at an age where I'm like I've only got a, I've only got to move a centimeter around in my chair and my hip goes <clears throat> my knee my ankle I'm not sure what's going on do I need L can you ask Tom if I need something do I need to take oh, no no don't need a thing <laughs> um but if I do ask I will be asking for me as well same I literally sound like a broken fence like my mum and dad's <laughs> like 30 year old garden fence I click I shake like my body falling apart girls absolutely broken yeah I I I need some WD-40 and people will literally joke you know like elderly people like it's the same old joke like oh you need some WD-40 in your joints like fucking tell me about it Doris I'm literally clicking everywhere I go um I'm gonna just say it's a getting older thing I'm going to Google it. I'm a bit concerned. I'm going to Google it. Tell Tom, you know, I'm Oh, no, here. Steve. I'm Jade's going to have, I can Jade's see have gone into subscription of Amiga Horizon. Poor Tom, I treat him like a doctor. I'm like, Tom, can you, do you know, what if, should I? Poor guy's just like, Jade, just shut the fuck up. Just eat well, exercise and sleep. I'm like, He's been pre-warned as well. Don't let her buy anything, Tom. <laughs> do you know what i have actually i need to talk to him i'm i might be on jade's um bandwagon soon now because i've been told oh, to get protein powder i've been told to get creatine cre- creatine yeah i've been told to get something else and i thought i'm gonna talk to tom first <laughs> well tom has already he's already given me the lowdown on the creatine it's a yes it helps oh. um, it's a yes it helps with the um like 
I don't know if it's the usage or the storage of energy, ATP, but creatine monophosphorate, I think it's called, monophosphorate, um, but it's to help with the, I can't remember if it's the release of or the storage of ATP, which is energy within the cells. So there you go. I've crushed it, Tom. I didn't (laughs) know what you said. I used creatine while I was doing... um, Oh, you play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just it just helps with um yeah, either energy release or storage. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, it I I I can't say I noticed the difference necessarily, but there's science that backs it up, so I just fucking took it, right? <laughs> Great. As long as there's science and as long as it's got the nod from Tom, I'm here oh. for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, from creatine and the excess storage and usage of energy to <laughs> The excess usage of people. We're talking about situationships. <laughs> that was a terrible link, but yeah, you were there. We've got a good dilemma that's coming in and it deals with that topic. So we're going to jump onto that. But before we get there, Stevie's word of the week. Okay, so this week's word of the week is clinomania. Oh, God. Ooh, clinomania. Yeah. Clino or clino? Yeah, how's it spelled? C-L-I-N-O-M-A-N-I-A. Well, Clino's giving me like clinical, Clino, Clinomania, clinical mania. Okay, I'm going with somebody who um, is upset. Oh, no, but there is a word for what I'm thinking. You know when someone is always ill, um, but that's not what I'm trying to think of. Oh, like a hypochondriac. Yeah, like a hypochondriac, but there's what's that syndrome called? There's a syndrome of people, someone who who is always like will always find something wrong with themselves and always around the doctor's surgery. I can't remember. Oh god, I don't know what it's called, but I know a few of them. Hypochondriac. Well, you said no. There's there's a there's an actual word for it. It's a it's a syndrome. They call it oh, it's called it's something weird. Um, oh, I'm just googling it. Well, mania has like to me got to be something where someone's like obsessed with something or it's an extreme thing mania clinomania i got clino means nothing to me that's that's the problem i'm getting yeah. all i'm thinking of is the plastic flooring you used to put down like lino, lino. <laughs> oh, yeah, lino. Lino, lino. okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna chuck it out there also by the way that's called munchausen syndrome Oh, uh, yes. With the psychological or behavioral condition in which someone fabricates or induces symptoms of illness. Um, anyway, that was that's that's not clinomania. Clinomania is when someone is they have like this mania compulsion to clean their house to the nth degree of like you know, so it's like clinical, you know, like a GP mm. surgery, super tidy. I think that's what it is. It's when someone has like, you know, kind of a bit of an OCD, but it's specifically like they need, <laughs> they they need like the smell of like antibac or bleach, like around them. Ooh. There you go. Very detailed. Sorry about that. Oh, I love that. Um, okay. I'm gonna take the words read it wrong as climb and i'm going to say someone obsessed with hiking and outdoors um always got to be on the go <laughs> jade and her aching hips yeah 
it actually means the excessive desire to stay in bed. Oh my god! Yeah, the exact opposite of what I thought it was. <laughs> oh, I definitely had a clinomania moment this morning. I unlikely for me. I usually um like my alarm goes off. I can usually maybe I would jump straight out of bed or maybe reset for about I don't know ten twenty minutes later. This morning, I definitely got a full. These girls, I've not had seven hours sleep in a long time. I got full seven hours sleep, and then when my alarm went off, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna stay in bed for another hour." And I did. Oh, I did get good out of bed for today. you. Good for you. So no, I had a little pinch of clinomanism this morning. Just a little pinch. Oh, girls, this morning I had the absolute opposite. I got up with Tom at half five. Because oh. I just had so much. Well, I knew I had so much to do that I was like, I'm not going to get it done unless I get up. And this is my problem. If I try and get myself up at like quarter past six, half six, I'm going to struggle. But he'll leave at six. So sometimes I get him to get me up just before he leaves. Basically, it's easier for me for someone to wake me up than it is for me to wake myself up. So it's like go extra early and get a bit of help or go a little bit later and probably be climo 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 maniac and actually sleep in until eight instead of getting up at six so yeah i um a bit of clinomania for me today girls you know how it is oh no wait no it's the opposite no. isn't it <laughs> fuck oh, i'm getting this all wrong oh el have you had a, an afternoon nap yet i wish i had the time no i've literally got up worked films the entire time and then for about an hour and a half before we came on the podcast I was editing and then as soon as we finish back to it so no no time for a nap today I'm afraid oh dear especially after our weekend and the lack of sleep oh god I know (laughs) I know the most hilarious thing was we got warned that our apartment was going to be really noisy first night we were like oh my goodness didn't hear a thing last night mainly due to the alcohol consumption. Um, and then the second night, my God, when we went to bed, it was like we were trying to sleep in a club. Mm-hmm. It terrible. was. It was yeah. I couldn't hear nothing from my room. Oh, it was so loud from our room. And we were right opposite where the like some of the main clubs were and the lights were on, you know, the big lights outside it was we looked at each other it was like four in the morning and we was like this is like 7 a.m it's like waking up in the morning it's so bloody bright but anyway I was fine I had enough alcohol both nights at the second night I was like bump out of it woke up in the morning was like well that was nice (laughs) it was all worth it what a weekend it was all worth it it was honestly girls like I thought to myself we could do a whole episode catching up on some of the like updating everyone on some of the ridiculous things that happened and then I thought it's one of those things where you just had to be there I don't think they translate onto a podcast like our photographer lady and the bloody key ring oh the photographer lady oh god no okay let's do let's do a lowdown live all lowdown we'll do an episode we'll just go over all of the, the highlights and the run let's do it when we're together and we can film bits and that can go on our tiktok great perfect idea. Great i feel idea. like people need to see the demonstration of the photographer yeah let's, yes also we'll just get georgia on the zoom 
Yes, we were going to do that, weren't we? We had such good intentions of doing a podcast when we were there, but we were um, otherwise occupied. Very nicely put. Yeah. (laughs) Hi, girlies. Just wanted to start by saying how much I love listening to the podcast each week on my way home from work. I'm originally from Bath and have been living in London for two years now since joining a new company in the city. I love London and quickly found myself meeting lots of new people. One guy who I met on a dating app made the last six months particularly fun. We've been on countless dates, speak every day and have amazing chemistry. Needless to say, I think I'm catching serious feelings for him. And I asked him to be a plus one to my friend's brother's wedding. He politely declined, (gasps) saying that he thought it might cross the barrier into a relationship. And I'm actually really confused. I thought he felt the same way as I did. Okay, it's been six months with no mention of the word relationship or even a talk as to where the or a talk as to where things are going, but we're equally putting in effort with each other. What should I do? Oh girls. Politely declined. <laughs> oh, it's even worse. It's even worse. It would have been better if it had been a dick about it. Yeah. Politely declined. Politely declined. The thing is, as well, even if I wasn't aware that I was in a relationship with someone, if somebody asked me to a wedding, I'd say yes out of just like sheer, I don't know what you two would. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) You two suckers absolutely would. I want to eat a cake. I want to people watch. I want the dinner, (laughs) little dance. The thing is, Oh, I fucking hate a situationship. This is, it's things like this, not that I would have ever asked anyone to a wedding, but it's stuff like this that made me become so open and honest with how I felt. And that definitely, definitely like backfired at times and was like, do you know what? I was going to say a little bit embarrassing, but I never felt embarrassed. I always felt to my core that even if I got rejected, it was better to be honest about, there was something really strong and empowering about being like, this is how I feel. And even if they said, oh, well, I don't feel that way back. It's like, I would have rather have done that than not said anything and been in things months and months and months later. And then situations like this come up. Obviously that's not helpful for our listener now, but I think, well you've kind of said it yourself like it's been six months and there's been not one talk about a relationship and it's so shit but I feel like if you're quite new to the dating game and you don't sort of realize that people do have conversations and make it official like obviously some people don't it just rolls into that but if you don't realize the first big time where you realize it i.e now it's it's shit it sucks but going forward you will never let it go that far again without having confirmation of what it is. That's true. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And also, like, I'm curious at this point, have you had a conversation about him seeing other people? Like, are you or are you just sort of going along where you see each other a couple of times a week? And I don't know. It sounds like there's been a real breakdown in communication here and I think you need to take a leaf out of Vell's book and you need to be very very honest in terms of sitting him down and saying this is what I want from this do you want the same if not we need to cut this off because otherwise like 
what is this and is that what you want yeah but by not Mm. having the conversation six months is a long time to go like they clearly can't have had the conversation because you wouldn't be at this point right so they've not sat down and said anything have you gone into this willingly knowing okay this is a situation like by definition just a relationship that you maintain with somebody without defining it with any particular label so you know like there's pros and cons to it right because the pros being you know you get to have like a like the relationship or like fun with somebody that you can just you know you can you can see other people you can kind of test the water with with other people so there's there's that there's no like there's no commitment that you have to bind yourself to but the 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 co- I mean, I could. I don't think I could do. This. I couldn't do this. Have you guys ever had a situationship without knowing, or like, have been willing? Have you willingly gone into it? Because I don't know. Like, I couldn't personally choose to do something like that. No, I'm, I'm not- sitting here laughing because I end up in situationships. <laughs> the story of Stevie's life. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dear. But, but then, like- no, I don't think. I don't think that for you, Steve. I think. Sometimes I think maybe you'd prefer it to be a situationship and it ends up in a relationship. I mean, like, the only two that spring to mind were about 10 years ago. And the reason it ended up being a bit of a situationship was because I was travelling, so it was kind of never going to be a thing, but it just wasn't not a thing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then it, I just don't think situationships really work. It, it's like friends with benefits. I don't think mm. they can work long term or for a long period of time. I think like six weeks, eight weeks, fine. But then like we've got in this situation, one person wants something, someone else wants something else. Um, and I just think it gets complicated so complicated and more times than not it ends up messy because people don't understand oh well I just I just don't know everybody's out for themselves really aren't they and then you unintentionally end up hurting someone or or people take things to heart and you didn't mean it that way so I don't know oh it's just complicated it's making me hot thinking about it (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm exactly the same. And I think it's because of that that I've never been in one, really, because it isn't the same as casual, is it? And I think for me, I know if I'm like, I would never be able to go six months and be uninterested in someone. I'm either interested in someone or I literally couldn't care less about you. And I'm more than bored. Like, even if it was something like a bit of a casual friends or benefit thing, obviously, from many years ago there's no way they'd have lasted six months yeah because I'm I'm well bored of you by that point (laughs) um so no I haven't but I also just think like they never really work do they but if they work for a period of time you've got to be two people in exactly the same headspace mindset everything and I think they only work if community if there's so much communication sometimes I think things like situationships and friends with benefits need more communication than an actual relationship because 
you've got to know what the boundaries are. You've got to know where you're both at. And I think there can be a tendency when things are more casual to not have those conversations because it's like, oh, don't want to freak the other person out. But you can communicate well and still be like, look, I'm not interested in a relationship. I'm taking time for myself. I'm leaving for America in three months or whatever it is. But if you're up for going on dates and having fun, great. So I think that situations like that can work. But I think for our our poor listener, obviously, she, that wasn't what she had in mind. Mm. And he's maybe not felt the need to communicate it. And that's where it's all gone a bit tits up. Often you only find out where that boundary is when someone gets upset or someone yes. gets hurt because yeah. you haven't spoken about it. But yeah. you know what? I... I don't think anyone's done anything wrong here, but I actually can't fault this guy for being really honest with you. No, no. Yeah. If it was me, I'd have said, yeah, sure, I'll come. You know what I mean? Like I say, (laughs) food. (laughs) No, I'm joking. But there's an element to this, I think, that, you know, the fact that you are away from home as well and probably finding security and comfort and um like a bond with somebody in in like a in a strange land that is London you know so I I think there could be an element to it that actually you know like maybe just sit back and go like do I is this am I interested in him or is it all that comes with this this situationship this relationship this bond whatever because I mean, not that you're overthinking it at all because you've obviously sat there down and thought to yourself, no, I've got feelings for this person. But, um, but you know, take some comfort in, in going, actually, like, don't beat yourself up. Like, oh, gosh, it's so easy to catch feelings, especially if someone makes you feel safe and comforted and you enjoy their company. Do you know what I mean? But for your own sake, I think you definitely probably need to just say, oh, do you know what? I've caught feelings and that's not where this is going. So if you don't mind, please, can you just leave me alone because yeah otherwise it's gonna it's just gonna make things worse for you uh but like you say Steve can't 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 um can't fault this guy you know he's been really honest at least (laughs) that's it's brutal but you know he's honest and he's he's not fucked you about so um so yeah also like London's a very lonely city if you're not from London London's a very lonely city so being able just to maintain nice relationships I, I think you're a winner for that and you've caught feelings, so just like, boom, nip it in the bud. Thank you, no thank you. We're not on the same page. You're totally right, Elle, as well. You have to have great communication. I think it's hard work. I mean, we've I've never spoken to anybody in full length about it. Like, that's um, um, not like, what's the word? Polyamorous. I've never spoken to anybody. I've spoken to somebody about their polyamory and and. And it is, they, they was like, yeah, it's all about communication. It's all about, yeah. um, you know, setting boundaries, making sure that we both have kind of, not rules as such, but like, yeah, boundaries. And and uh, and I'm just like, oh, my God, it feels like more hard work. It feels like more hard yeah. work. I feel like, my God, it's hard enough to maintain just a relationship with one person and or like relationship with your friends. So, you know, I, I ain't got, oh, God. Bloody, I, I got the time in the day to set around boundaries. I don't even set boundaries with myself most of the time, let alone other people. Oh my <laughs> lord! I want to write a list everywhere. You know what I like? I can love a list. I'll have to put lists up in everyone's houses, being like, "This is my boundary with you, and this is my boundary with you." <laughs> I'd like... have to have certain times of the month as well. This is my boundary week one. This is my boundary week mm. two. 
If you say this to me week one, I'll laugh. If you say it week two, I'll cry. Game over. Yeah. You say it week three, I'll bite your head off. Yeah, we were speaking about this last week, our hormones. My good God, that's exactly it. I couldn't trust myself to abide by my own boundaries that I'd set with somebody. I'd be like, right, boundary is this. And like you say, Steve, next week, I'm like, no, fuck that boundary. I don't like that no more. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Not today. Not today. Yeah. No more boundaries. Yeah. Oh, I feel sorry for you. But he, he's been really decent. Shake his hand and walk away, honey. So on that note, it brings us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget, give us a review. Send in, send over any questions that you've got to long story short podcast 22 at gmail.com. Head over to our TikTok. That's long story short pod to see what we've been up to there. We'll be back next Tuesday. And don't forget, no story will ever be short. Bye. Bye.